0: With us right now. It's Rusty Shelton. Rusty, you are the founder and chairman of Zilker Media. And Zilker Media is found on the web uh, at zilkermedia.com. You also have a personal website that's Rustyshelton.com. Rusty, it's a great pleasure to have you. Uh, you and I have kind of run in similar circles in the podcasting world and the PR world. So so excited to geek out with you here. Josh, me too. Thanks so much for having me. And and also too, you know, from you know, when we think about PR, I think that you can kind of break that up into some different categories. Um, And and maybe I'll just let you kind of explain who Zilker Media is in kind of this grand scheme of branding PR, media, you know, things that someone on the outside might say, oh, PR, well, that just means you're going to get me on TV. And there's a lot that, that you could do under that PR umbrella.
1: Oh my gosh! There's a there's a ton, and PR means so many different things to to different people. So we really focus in on building people-driven brands. So this idea that uh, in today's landscape, you know, nobody trusts your company, nobody trusts your institution anymore. And so the best way to accelerate trust with your audience is to really lead as a thought leader with something to teach, rather than an operator with something to sell. And so we work with companies with authors with speakers really to position them as what they are mission driven thought leaders what we call you know authorities so my second book was a book called authority marketing I've got another one coming out next year called the authority advantage and it's really this idea that um, the best way that leaders can make an impact today punch above their weight class for their business is really to build thought leadership focused on impact not ego
0: yeah. Uh why is and 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 so uh, you know, you and I were kind of talking beforehand in my previous slide. One of my previous lives, uh, we ran a uh, essentially public relations uh agency yeah. for several years. Uh and, and of course, my background was, you know, I was the media guy. Um, but it was really interesting. One observation, and I, I'm sure you have a lot to say on this subject, um, just given that your book is called Authority Marketing, uh, which by the way, forward by Steve Forbes, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's um, very cool. But oftentimes when clients would come through the door, uh, they had big ambitions about visibility and that visibility, if I could just get in front of those eyeballs, all of my wildest dreams would come true. And so, you know, one thing that I would be very quick to uh, inform folks is, very commonly, folks will overvalue visibility and undervalue authority. Uh, all right, take it away with your TED talk. No,
1: Josh, I mean, I think you're you're exactly right there. Which is the biggest value of PR for most of the clients we work with and for, for people listening to this is not the immediacy of lead flow from, from the audience listening to that podcast or that radio interview or seeing that Forbes article. Obviously, it's great when that happens and often it does, but the biggest value in in PR being quoted in in Forbes or doing an interview like this is somebody is thinking about taking a job at your company. They're thinking about working for you. They've been referred to your company. They go Google your name. And instead of it just being the bio page on your corporate website, oh, wow, Josh has been featured in Forbes and Inc. and all the different places you've been featured. And what happens there is a a really significant thing. We call it authority by association. And that is, all right, I, I may not know Josh yet, or I may not know up my influence, I do have an image in my mind for Forbes or for Inc. And so what happens there is, you know, your image is along for the ride with the image in my mind for that brand, right? Trust Accelerator. Um, so I think for a lot of people, when you think about the value of PR, oftentimes the biggest value you're going to get from it is the ability to remarket that hit, that logo, um, that third party validation, you know, over the next ten years as part of your existing process. And obviously, Josh, it's it's gravy when you get lead flow from it as well.
0: Yeah, so Zilker Media, um, you know, again, as, as the founder, you managed to break through, create a pretty big portfolio of great clients. You have an amazing team. How did you scale Zilker Media in a way that maybe independent PR practitioners, small agencies, just can't seem to get the traction that you guys have been able to create. Well, thank you. And we've had a bit of an advantage
1: with Zilker. So this is this is our second go round. My first agency uh, we started back in 2010. It was called Shelton Interactive, and that agency focused entirely on book marketing. So so we did PR, we did websites, we did social media for you know some of the top authors in the world. We did 35 New York Times, Wall Street Journal bestsellers. So really elite kind of high end book marketing. We learned a ton about building thought leadership, launching successful books. The problem from an entrepreneurial perspective with that business, Josh, was when we did the best job in the world for somebody, it was transactional. It was, all right, Rusty, mm-hmm. love you guys. I'm going to call you again in three years when my next book comes out. And so from a from a business model perspective, we were always having to go out and just find new clients, not because we were losing them, but because the type of work that we did was more transactional or, or, or sort of time to find and so we were fortunate to get an exit on that agency in 2016 by a strategic buyer uh, Forbes books who I'm still doing some work with today and who uh, you know publishes the the books that I mentioned before uh, but getting started with Zilker media in 2017 the concept of the business is let's take everything we learned about building thought leadership for the biggest authors in the world and let's apply it to entrepreneurs, to bank presidents, to heads of law firms, to uh, corporations who right now are still leading in most of their marketing efforts with a corporate logo that that nobody trusts, that people recoil from. And so it's really kind of applying those lessons in in an area where we can start to build forever clients uh, when it's going really well, where it's not limited to a book launch. And so for us We were able to bring a lot of what we learned from the first agency, culture, strategy for breakfast, uh, pouring into people, hiring great talent, getting out of the way. And, uh, you know, I could certainly talk at length about all the mistakes I made at at that first agency as a leader. But with Zilker, you know, it's really been a focus around how do we apply uh, what we see as the single most important thing leaders can do today, which is really shift the way that they're perceived in the marketplace from an operator with something to sell to a thought leader with something to teach.
0: Yeah. Um, And, you know, do you ever um, find um, some resistance uh, from clients like, oh, thought leader? I I don't know. It's just like, uh, like, how do you help them couch that if maybe they like they don't want to be seen as a guru. They, they you know, they, they truly can. Listen, what I know is like these clients do like, they really do care. Like they truly want to create transformation out there. Um, is there a way to walk that line or how do you people, or how do you work with folks that, that may have some sensitivities to feel like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm just some raging egomaniac here. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I actually take that kind of reaction as a real
1: positive in in terms of somebody's mindset. So, you know, and I I know you get this too, Josh, when you're up in front of audiences, but if I'm talking to a room full of leaders, usually if I mention the phrase personal brand or thought leadership, you know, people are are sort of sitting back, crossing their arms, grimacing, you know, it's a visible reaction for a lot of leaders because our minds, you know, in many cases, when you hear those phrases, you immediately go to, people that are driven or people that are building, you know, kind of ego driven, Hey, look at me kind of brands. And so what I have to do for a lot of leaders is sort of lean into the fact that, yeah, there are some people doing it that way. And and, and because some people are doing it wrong, doesn't mean that this is not the right thing for you to do. And and really for me um, in today's landscape, for a lot of leaders, especially when you look at small, medium sized businesses, the only way to punch above your weight class in terms of mm. visibility is to yep. be perceived as that person with something to teach. And for me, Josh, kind of the, um, the 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 biggest focus there is to help leaders understand: we don't want you to be the message; we want you to be the messenger. In other words, if you've got an impact to make with with your business, with your message, and you're trying to communicate that through your business. It's going to cost you more money. It's going to take you a lot longer. And if you are competing against businesses that are bigger, have been around longer, it's a fight you're not going to win. And so this is really, for me, the reason I get so passionate about this when I talk to entrepreneurs and leaders is this is the best way to punch above your weight class in terms of visibility for your business, earn those impressions, and really build trust in in a different way. And so what I find for a lot of those leaders that initially recoil, which again, to your point, is most of them. When I start to rephrase it as as sort of less of a marketing issue and more of a leadership issue, and that is best and highest use for a leader today is how do I build trust with potential talent, with potential partners, with my existing team? And oftentimes the best way to do that is for them to be more visible and authentic in the way that I can get to know them before I get in the room.
0: Yeah. um, What, what was Zilker's media strategy for client acquisition? I mean, obviously you have a really great roster of clients. You work with a lot of amazing authors, Um, strategic relationships. Has that been really important to you? you know, obviously word of, you know, doing activity that stimulates word of mouth is always awesome. But in terms of like activity, you know, for other agencies, they're like, mm-hmm. man, I wish we could grow like Zilker. And yeah. Talks. Well, uh, I think, you know, Every good agency
1: in the world is driven by referral marketing. And what I find for referral marketing and the things that work best for us is how do we find ways to empower, you know, the people that know and love the agency already to talk about what we're doing in a way that they're winning as they do it. So in other words, how do we give them different ways to talk about their experience with Zilker, whether it's through events, um, a lot of times when we have clients that are, you know, putting a book out, we'll send them cookies with their book cover, you know, on, on the actual cookie itself. And they arrive mm. in the mail out of nowhere and it gives them a great thing to kind of push out uh, from there. That's been a big part of it. The other thing is strategic partnerships. I find in the agency space, Josh, it never um, ceases to amaze me how much kind of infighting or oh, um, territorialness, you know, nature it, it, it is to the agency world and I find, you know, just the ability to really play well with others, to partner up with other agencies, to build really authentic relationships, refer out when it's not a great fit. Um, just doing what you say you're going to do, being nice and easy to work with. It's amazing how far that goes in an agency space that, unfortunately,
0: is really overrun with people that that are really looking for ways to get over on others. I. Completely agree. I, I honestly, I think that the opportunity out there to do good in the world and to help good people and stay mission focused, um, honestly makes competition just look like playing small ball. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Um. And so uh, talk about, um, Rusty, the work that you do currently, you know, obviously you're an author, um, but how do you balance, or how, what was that transition from you being a very hands-on at Zilker mm-hmm. to say, okay, it's now time for me to, you know, and I think that there's a lot of folks that are listening to our conversation right now can identify with this. It's like I, I, I you know, I think about this like I'm, right now. I'm very, I'm a very, very hands-on CEO. I'm very involved in growth, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but there's you know the, the it's it there's a future uh, for me uh, where I would maybe not like to you know, maybe I don't want to sure. do uh, all of that so much anymore and i I want to go out and just evangelize and change the world kind of thing and and let the company, how did you how did you handle that transition? yeah, well this this is
1: one of the most important professional transitions that that I've been able to make in my life. and that was in that first agency, Josh I made. Oh my gosh, every mistake in the book for a rookie entrepreneur. I, I looked for ways to wrap myself up into every client engagement. I felt like, you know, I needed to lead every call. I needed to be a part of everything. And, you know, not only did that hurt my team because they weren't getting a chance to do what they could do in many cases much better than I personally could, but also I was really limiting the growth of the business. And, um, you know, so one of the things that I, you know, swore I would not repeat was Zilker was uh, to do that and and, and to kind of limit our ability to grow as a result of that. So uh, my partner in the business, Paige Velasquez, buddy has been CEO for the last uh, four years. She has been uh, a major catalyst in the growth of the business is a much better leader, a much better CEO than I ever was. And I recognize, all right, my best and highest use for the business is, to pour in on the culture side, to uh, to go out and speak, to drive strategic partnerships, to drive lead generation, and to do what I personally really love to do, and what it feels like, Josh, you know, you have a huge passion for, which is just teaching and and, mm-hmm. and really just helping entrepreneurs and leaders kind of unlock uh, what I think is again the biggest way to punch above their weight class in terms of visibility, which is um, teaching versus operating or selling.
0: I love this. Um, so, your book, Authority Marketing, uh, is that um, it, it, uh, who should be reading this book and what is the transformation that's going to happen for them when they read, apply, uh, yeah. read, and apply uh, what you've put together? Well, I, I find for a lot of leaders, and, and who should be
1: reading it? Leaders, entrepreneurs, uh, CMOs. And what I find for a lot of them is this kind of concept of thought leadership or authority marketing. They they kind of vaguely know it's important and, and they know, all right, PR plays into it. My brand plays into it, et cetera. But for a lot of them, they don't understand specifically what needs to be done to set them up for success there. So uh, it, it's really a blueprint and for, for a lot of leaders. I mean, it starts foundationally, Josh, with, with do you have a name that you can be discoverable around? Do we need to change your name by adding a middle initial or a middle name? What's the image you're creating initially? So it really dives in and provides a very pragmatic roadmap. The the new book that's coming out uh, next year, David Meerman Scott uh, has written a foreword for it and is going to wow. be- Wow. I love the- David D- 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 DMS. I'm a DMS fan. I've got a huge man crush on, on David <laughs> Meerman Scott as well. And speaking of- Really good example is somebody that changed their name yeah. for discoverability. Say his name's David Scott. And he recognized again, early on, that was a name he was never going to own search for. So he yeah. went with the, with the middle name. But the new book's more of a leadership book. And what I'm trying to do with the new book and co-author uh, is Adam Witty, who's the CEO of Forbes Books. The focus of that book is really to, to, to kind of grab leaders by the shoulders and let them know, hey, servant leadership in today's environment is no longer putting your head down behind the scenes. When Mm -hmm. when that's all you are doing, and obviously you've got to do plenty of that to operate and over-deliver for clients and team members, but when that's all you're doing, you're actually limiting the impact that you can make as a leader. And the best leaders today are ones that are willing to, to be out front, not instead of the business, not in front of the business. But I think of most businesses and institutions, you know, it, it's an interstate. We, we want as many of the right clients, the right partners, the right talent on that interstate. And what we're trying to show leaders is there's a way to build thought leadership and, and, and be an on-ramp to that interstate focused in on impact, not ego. And so it's really trying to get them over that initial recoil that that you and I talked a lot about earlier uh, in the conversation and just show them exactly how to go out and do this really well in a way that reflects well on them and helps them make a bigger impact for the business.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, I want to share a couple of websites here. We've got, of course, zilkermedia.com. Um, who, who's a perfect connection for for Zilker?
1: Perfect connection for Zilker is a company that uh, is looking to think about their marketing a little bit differently. They might be a bank, they might be a law firm, they might be a, a medical practice, et cetera, and want to really lean in more Uh, as a thought leader with something to teach rather than a business with something to sell. And so we do a lot of work with companies where we do all the normal agency of record work you would expect, but really zero in on the founder or the CEO and and really try to pull them out alongside as an on-ramp back to the business. And so we do a ton of work in that space. We still are doing book launches and uh, personal brand work for speakers and CEOs as well. Um, And then, you know, on the book front, you mentioned it earlier, authority marketing uh, Forbes Books, if you go to authoritymarketingbook.com, you can get a free either audio version or digital version of that book. So for, you know, CEOs, entrepreneurs that are listening that just want to go grab that, you go to authoritymarketingbook.com and get that for free.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. So again, uh, that's it.
1: that website one more time? Authoritymarketingbook.com. Uh, and you can grab either digital or audio version for free.
0: I love that you did an audiobook version of it too. So I I'm a I'm a hyper consumer of of audiobooks. So thank you so much. And it's free, uh, which is fantastic. Uh can I just ask you, why give away book for
1: free? Well, two reasons. Number one, uh, we find the worst way to make money on a book is by selling it. So yeah. in <laughs> other words, this the the best way to get it out there is just to to share it. And we hope it makes an impact on as many people as possible, but, you know, we're looking to drive speaking opportunities uh, opportunities for CEOs that want to create their own books, et cetera. So a much more interesting outcome alongside, again, just the impact side of that second reason is we've got the big new book coming out next May and uh, we want to start to, you know, kind of lay the groundwork uh, for that. So uh, the next book, again, will be called The the Authority Advantage. It is more of a leadership book than a marketing book.
0: Yeah. Sounds like you're taking some marketing lessons from the Grateful Dead, a la David Meerman Scott. <laughs>
1: no doubt. No doubt about that.
0: I, I love it. I love it. Rusty Shelton, again, uh, chairman and founder of Zilker Media, uh, and again, author of the book, uh, Authority Marketing. And that, again, the website, correct me if I'm wrong, authoritymarketingbook.com. Uh, and then, of course, your personal website, rustyshelton.com. Rusty, it's been great. Josh, thank you so much for having me. I sure appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com/guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for the thoughtful entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stop by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day together